0: Welcome to One Q, a podcast by Blueprint Technologies, where guests from all different industries are asked one new burning question about the future of digital transformation. Here's your
1: host, president and co-founder of Blueprint, Ryan Neal. Hey, everybody. Welcome to back to the OneQ podcast with Blueprint Technologies, where we talk about what's happening in digital transformation in different industries and what's innovative in the market today. On today's podcast, we have Craig Grutenbohr. He is our regional director out of our New York office, uh, and he is actually in town. I thought I'd grab him a little bit of his time and have him share his vision for what's going on in the financial industry and what he thinks uh, is going on in special and digital transformation. So, welcome to the podcast, Craig.
0: Thanks, Ryan. Super excited to be here.
1: You want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Yeah, love to. Uh, so, I, I come to Blueprint from the financial services industry. Um, where I've spent uh, my career in various roles within retail and commercial banking as well as capital markets Um, you know throughout my career I've seen I think a lot of us in financial services have seen a sort of a paradigm shift within the industry um, where it went from very manual and high-touch you know face-to-face relations with clients to very automated and electronic and the digital transformation is playing a huge part within within that space. So, um, you know, really excited to take the skill set that I have from capital markets and and from financial services and apply it more into the technical realm and um, specializing really in data and you know advanced analytics, which is really some of the hot topics within the financial services industry at this point.
1: Yeah, I think you know we talk a lot about on this show uh, about the different pressures that are affecting a lot of different industries and. I don't think anybody real. A lot of people realize how much pressure is actually on the financial industry. Um, do you want to talk about kind of the state of, of the financial market and what are the what, what's really driving some of that pressure?
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, after two thousand and eight, where we had you know the economic crisis, there was a, a big regulatory push. So you know, a lot of a lot of the responsibilities on these financial services firms and a lot of the capital and resources was really dedicated over to that regulatory. Um, space and, and making sure they're compliant within that space. So, you know, you're, you're dealing with large vets of, of data and really making sure that the data is, uh, you know, really reconciled, accurate, dependable, because you're going to be handing that over to regulators, um, is really driven, you know, a lot of,
1: of, of where we've gotten to today. That's um, interesting. So they've... Um, been investing in uh, uh, compliance and not necessarily investing in the customer i guess then right
0: yeah i mean it's you know you have to do both things right like you need to stay compliant at the same time you have to keep the customer in mind and a lot of those regulations really are focused on making sure that the banks keep the customer first and not Mm. the banks first that's really what's what's driven a lot of this um, especially when you talk about uh, you know capital markets and, and trading, making sure that you're trading in the best interest of the customer, not the best interest of the bank. So there's right. been a lot of regulations around that specifically.
1: What uh, um, what are kind of the key um, in- indicators of the pressure that the banks and, and the financial industry are facing right now?
0: Um, you know the, the key indicators. Um, you know, again, keeping the customer customer first, um, making sure that you're uh, you know compliant within all those regulations mm-hmm. um, it's just a, a, a huge strain on the banks when you have to take all of your resources and really dedicate it you know to being compliant at the same time you know the expectation like you have to be realistic is how many resources and can you dedicate over to the, to the customer yeah and then still you're trying to build a business and be profitable at the same time
1: Right, well, Um, the profitability, like, you know, they must have a lot of pressure on their margins and what they can actually charge and... Right. No, exactly. And I think what you've seen with a lot of, uh, you know,
0: these markets going to a more automated state an electronic state is the margins are shrinking, right? So it's harder to actually make money um, and at the same time deliver, you know, a good product and be profitable. So, you know, it's a very challenging time for the banks. You can imagine, you know, the upper management of the banks is, you know, how do you sort of stay ahead of this, be compliant,
1: and you know deliver the best product possible, as well as then drive additional revenue, find additional revenue exactly. sources, and drive product to the bottom line. Right. So you have to try line. to do all of that, um, you know, within this tiny little space. Well, that's a that's a very common theme with a lot of different industries. We talked a little bit about oil and gas industry and how they're feeling that pressure because commodity pricing is down on oil. Um, we also feel, it, it talk a little bit about, uh, have, have had uh, uh, Romy and Tom on the show to talk about what's going on in the retail space so if you had to recommend you see the kind of the biggest need uh, in the financial realm like where do you think the uh, the the banks and the other uh, companies in the financial industry should be focusing their energy to be able to do achieve that digital transformation to be able to get that additional profit
0: yeah i think it's really having you know full control over the information and, and the data i think that's really important and you've seen a lot of the banks that are trying to perform advanced analytics right see how they can be most profitable which clients are profitable um, you know it's got to make sense so you know when you start to talk about data and analytics from a bank you can look at two two different ways you could look at it internally as far as performance you're trying to get the most mm-hmm. perf- the best performance out of the people at work for you and then from a consumer standpoint right data and analytics could could help you drive the proper cl- uh, product to a client right yeah. so you become more efficient and in terms that's how you can increase your profitability so, you know, you're really keeping both in mind um, and really just really controlling your data and really having a good understanding of it, making sure it's accurate. Because um, everything you're doing, you're basing every decision off that data. Yeah. So if you can imagine somebody going and making a trade and they're making a trade off of bad data, Yeah. that's the problem, right, and that happens. Or you go to a client and you're, you're talking to a client, a potential client about data that's incorrect So, you know, the efficiency and the need for accurate data and really understanding your data is incredibly important right now.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that that it's probably one of those industries where speed and accuracy is equally important. Right. In most industries, you can either take one or the other and you can sacrifice the other um, for different use cases, but they have to have both. Yeah, I mean, when you start to talk about
0: real time,
1: um,
0: real time in, you know, in financial services isn't almost real time. It's it's gotta be real time, right? It's it's a game of speed, who's getting the information the fastest, the data the fastest. And those are the people that are the most successful. So, yeah. you know, it's it's really important and, and as these markets and everything goes more electronic and moves very quickly and very fluid, um, you know, the timeliness of that data and the accuracy is incredibly important.
1: Awesome. So let me ask you one question then. Um the the question that i have that that's been interesting is is we've been chatting about your p- opinion of the current state of the the of banking is is um the parallel between banking as an industry and retail so do you think uh, do you think retail the retail aspect of banking is going to go away it's one of the it's it's one of the areas where they have a high level of investment and there's a high level of cost associated with a, a retail bank, yeah, um, and and they have a challenge being able to actually improve that customer experience. Do you think the re, What do you think the retail banking side of things plays? It plays a role. Does it play a role going yeah, forward? Yeah, I
0: think it does. I think we we've, we've seen that happen already. I you know from my experience, I walk into a bank and it doesn't look like it did two years ago. There's there aren't tellers anymore. There's computers, or maybe it's somebody that's just guiding you. But I think the expectation is. You know, you have the Millennials and I think they like to do things themselves, right? So you want someone to come in, they're very, you know, tech savvy. They want to come in and, you know, push buttons on, you know, a a iPad or a touchscreen and just handle the transactions themselves. So I think you're seeing a a big, a paradigm shift um, within banking and retail. Uh, That's just going to just increase over time, I think. So I think what you're going to see is less and less retail banks. Um, and more like self-serve terminals.
1: yeah, it's a, it, it, the you know we talk a lot about retail about how brick and mortar retailers have to have the opportunity to leverage their brick and mortar stores to create enhance and create a new customer experience. Right. Um, I wonder if you know banks have to take the same approach. yeah, I think uh, you know, I, I think it's
0: it's shifting. I mean, the world we live in is is totally shifting, where it's uh, you know when when you talk about, the inter the, the interaction between people is is a lot less. It's it's person and machine, and they just you know I think they've found that the machines are very efficient, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times you know the people are what slow down and, and decrease the efficiency. So right. you know I think you're seeing the removal of the person, which is a little scary. You know, it's 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 like how far do we go, right? Robotics and you start to talk about AI and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, banking is just one industry. I think it's it's there. You're seeing it already. When do you think Amazon gets in the banking world? <laughs> I, I mean, they probably have started to already. I, I would I would guarantee it. Think like Amazon
1: um, Amazon go for banks. That's it. Yeah. Yeah so well awesome that's great really appreciate you coming on the show um if anybody wants to uh, to reach out and talk about uh digital transformation especially if you're in the new york market or if you're in any kind of a, the financial industry you want to tell how people can get a hold of you sure you can uh reach me at craig at
0: bpcs.com that's c-r-a-i-g at bpcs.com um and you know or reach me uh You Pay me on on LinkedIn or, you know, any of those platforms. And I would love to continue the conversation. Awesome.
1: Well, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, As we talked about before, this is the OneQ podcast with Blueprint Technologies, where we talk about what's uh, new and interesting and innovative within the different industries and digital transformation. Talk to you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on OneQ, a production of Blueprint Technologies. Subscribe to the show to be the first to hear about announcements and new episodes. Be sure to visit our website at bpcs.com to learn more about digital transformation and the innovative technology solutions you could be using today. See you next time on OneQ by Blueprint.